What's up? Welcome back to the In My 20s and Trying podcast. I'm Stephanie Jade. I'm so excited because today is our Mother's Day episode. I have my mom in our studio, aka my bedroom, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the person that birthed me. Birthed me? I don't know if that's a word. But I'm very excited, so um, if this is your first time, what's up, what's good? This is just the podcast where I talk about my life. It's called In My 20s and Trying because I'm in my 20s and I'm literally trying. Sometimes What are you trying, Steph? What? What are you trying, Steph? All the things! No, I'm not. Tell us, what are you trying? Um, nothing bad, really. Do you think that I hide things from you? No, I don't think so. Why? Because it bothers you to hide things from me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I gotta tell her, I gotta tell her. That's very true. So last summer, I had my first kiss, and I didn't tell my mom for two weeks. And it was like the most, I just... Why didn't you tell me, Seth? Because I was scared. (laughs) Scared of what? Okay, last summer, you were 20. Why were you scared? I don't know. Also, we're passing a microphone back and forth. <laughs> That's not that funny. Okay. So, I, it wasn't that I was scared. It was that I, I know I'm like 21 now, but I still feel like I'm little. Like, I still feel like, not little, but like, I still feel like I'm a teenager and I'm like, Mom, what happened? Your thoughts? Mm, I don't know. I think it should always be able to tell me. Okay, that's a great way to go into our first topic. So how, what do you think are good ways to have, as a mom, what do you think, what are your tips to having a great relationship with your mom? Like, what do you think a daughter should do, a mom should do, you know, just, because I think we have a good relationship. I think we fight and that's because I'm very dramatic and you're very dramatic and I'm also very sensitive. But what do you think, what are your tips and tricks? I think open communication all the time, no matter what, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you should be able to tell me and I will need time to process everything. (laughs) (laughs) But if there's communication, there's trust. And if I can trust you, like I've always said that, if you don't give me any reasons for me not to trust you, everything's going to be good. Do you remember the first time I lost your trust? Yes, Steph. Tell me the story. I want to know the story. Okay, wait. I don't remember the details, but you had a little novio. (laughs) I think you were in sixth grade? No, it was in eighth grade. Eighth grade. So, yeah. Not fun, Steph. So, basically what happened was I was in eighth grade, and I don't know why this boy was my boyfriend, but um, my, my brother, A.K. Tony, showed my mom my Facebook messages and apparently I had a boyfriend and literally all we did was like hold hands in Miss Kazan's class. I remember this and like <laughs> back in the class and I thought, oh my gosh, I have a boyfriend. Never kissed him. Never. I don't even think I hugged him. Like nothing crazy. All right. You lied to me. Okay. So who's your favorite child? My five kids are my favorites. <clears throat> That's a lie. Okay. I want to talk to you. Who do you think is my favorite? Tony. (laughs) No, that's a lie. Growing up, I thought it was Tony because it was just us two for a long time. And then you guys had Alex and Bella. And now 
it's not that he's your favorite, but you just got a different type of love for Alex. I think everyone does, though. Just He's just too sweet. <laughs> and to, he's a baby. And he's a baby, and he's, like, super sweet, but I don't love him more. Like, I love you guys all the same. Aww. I love you. Okay. I want to talk to you about... Okay, we're going to get deep for a second. It's nothing bad or anything, but you had me when you were 15 years old. That's something right. that a lot of people don't know. Um, when you, because I think about that, I'm like, I don't know if I could be a mom at 15. Well, you're already 21, so you don't even have to go through that. <laughs> you don't even have to process that anymore. Were you scared, though? Were you ever nervous? Were you like, how am I going to do this? What What did you feel? What did I feel? See, that's how I get it from. I sing everything. <laughs> Okay, when I just found out, when I took the test and the two little lines came out, I fainted. Really? Then after that, Lily was with me, your tia. And then from there, it was just like, I'm having a baby. I'm only 15. So I was never scared, but I was like, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I'm having a baby. Because I never thought of like, oh, let me get rid of it. Yeah. Nothing like that. <sighs> And now we've been best friends for the last 21 years. That's right. But we do fight like best friends. And I've talked about this before. Where but it's your fault. you got to admit it's your fault. What? What is You talk fault? back too much. If you had respect, then <laughs> oh you just my God. quiet. This is literally, I told you guys my mom was going to expose me. We're not going to fight about this on the podcast. <laughs> I literally, I told Imagine Tony. Imagine we fight on the podcast. I told Tony, I was like. Mom's going to expose me. Anyone who thinks I'm, like, great and everything, Mom's just going to come in here and be, like, but humble yourself. that has happened, like, your whole life. I would go to school and everybody was like, oh, it's a pleasure having her. She's such a good girl and this and that. She follows the rules and never talks back. And I don't know what. I was like, are we talking about the same child? <laughs> Jackie? Jackie said that her mom says the same thing. And I'm like, I wonder why we're friends. <laughs> Okay, back to having me at 15. Or no, that wasn't what I wanted to talk about. How did you and dad meet? So quickly, for those of you that don't know, which like none of you guys know unless you're like my very close friends, my dad is my stepdad, but I don't call him my stepdad because he's just like my dad dad. He's just like been there. You guys got married when I was in fourth grade. And he's just, I don't know, he's just the best man in the world. Like any human, he has his flaws. We'll have him on for Father's Day. But he... Like, everything that I remember about dad since growing up is, like, working, going to work super duper early, getting out, having to go to sleep because he had to work again super early. And, um, yeah, I just love dad. But how did you and dad meet? We met through mutual friends Hello. on a, how do you say it? On a blind date. Really? Yeah. Give your story. Share, like, what did you think about dad? Mm, I thought he was really annoying when we just met. <laughs> Dad's gonna murder. <laughs> he knows that. So I thought he was really annoying because he just wanted to like touchy touchy feely feely, and I was mm. like, "No, keep your hands to yourself." I wonder boy. who's your daughter. But since the day we met, we like clicked. We danced all night, and then after that, we were pretty much inseparable. Inseparable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're inseparable until he started acting like a child. Spill the tea, mom. <laughs> and I was Spill like, it. no, 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 niño. 
I'm not going to do this. So I broke up with him. And then we got back together. We broke up again. My podcast is going to cause marriage problems. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is our story. Yeah. And we broke up again, and then we didn't see each other for years. Like, I don't even know how many years. I love this story. I'm not know. good with time. But anyway, we broke up, and then we found it. He emailed me once. And once, I don't know why, I was checking my email that I would never check. And there was an old email from him. From him. And he pretty much just said, hey, I found your email on a drawer and just wanted to see if you're still around. And I don't know what. So I was like, I'm going to email him back, see where this goes. So anyway, I email him back and then we meet at this Jack in the Box. And what? from that day again, inseparable again. And then like two months later, we were married. And here we are 11 years later. Yeah. 11 years later. 11 years later, two kids later. We're really a blended family because from your previous relationship, there's Tony and I. From Mm -hmm. dad's previous relationship, there's Andrew. Mm -hmm. And then Alex and Bella. And it's just, we really are the definition of a blended family. We're very blended. Like Ninja on three. (laughs) (laughs) The blender Ninja on three. (laughs) The analogy you give. Okay, since we're on the topic of relationships, what is... We already talked about, like, having a good mother-daughter relationship, which I think really at the core of it, and every relationship has the same ingredients. Like, you can't build something on weak foundation. You have to have trust, strong communication skills, and all of that. But, like, I know in yours and dad's marriage, there's been highs and lows. And I loved something that you said about you guys are always, like, on the same team. Even when you're mad at each other, you're still on the same team, or you try to be. So, like... What do you feel has made you guys so strong in your relationship? Because you guys don't just call it quits after everything. What makes us strong is the love that we have for each other. Because if there's no love, if we both didn't care, we would have walked away. But there's a lot of love. And then after love, his patience towards me and my high maintenance. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Are you high maintenance? Tienes un carácter. I don't think that's how you mean so. Okay. Yeah, I guess <laughs> okay. you could say my bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> where I get it from. Hey, but you're my daughter. You need to respect. No, no, me. No. Oh, but, no, no, no. No, well, yes, but I am. I am how I am because you are my mother. No, I get it you're from not you. Born like that. You just learned it. I uh, you choose to learn the bad things. Oh, okay. I choose to learn the good things, girl. So, what keeps us together is the love that we have for each other. But he does, like, it's true what, when he says that he gives in more. And me, it's not that I'm not willing to give more. It's just that when I make an argument, it's because I believe in whatever I'm saying. So it's hard for me to, like, go against what I'm thinking and feeling. That makes sense. Is there anything you want to talk about? Do you want to ask me anything? Do you want me to, like, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything. Anything? Okay. What is... What? I don't know. I feel like there's this thing where, like, we as kids or children, whatever you like to say, we forget that our parents... Like, I know you had me at 15, but still, for those 15 years before you had me, you were still your own person. You were still, like, your own human. Like, Mm -hmm. you've known life without me, but I haven't known life without you. And what, like, when you were 
tell me about growing up because you're from Guadalajara, you're from Mexico, and how is life different? You, I'm a first generation Mexican American. You, is it immigrated mm-hmm. from Mexico to the United States? How was your childhood? How was growing up with my tia Lily, your dad, my grandma, everything? Obviously, what you want to share. You don't have to get too deep. I don't remember a lot growing up. Like, I don't have a lot of memories, mm-hmm. but when we were in Guadalajara, like spending time with my dad, I remember that. That was nice. And then spending time in El Rancho with my grandparents and just, like, playing with my cousins. Like, I remember things that I remember clearly is, like, playing marbles with my cousin Nancy and my other cousins. Just playing, like, boys. Mm-hmm. Like, with dirt and water. and like Yes. Like, doing, like, bad things. <laughs> like and what Bella like does now. Playing, playing in the water. In the rain, I mean. Yeah. Like, things like that. Those are, like, little things I remember. I don't remember much. So, but I love Mexico. I love going back. I love the food. I love everything. But there's not a lot of memories there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What's one thing that you've learned from my grandma? Because I know, like, any mother-daughter relationship, there's problems there, too. But there's also great things that you've learned from my grandma. What's something that you learned from my grandma or you saw from her that you wanted to... How do I say it? Like, you saw that she did as a mom and you were like I want to do that or you know yeah Mm, I think the main thing about my mom is that she was a young mom too and like that's a thing for me that I see a lot of kids having kids and just like giving the responsibility of being a mom to their moms or to the boyfriend's mom and not really taking care of their own responsibility. So my mom was a young mom too. And no matter what, she always had us with her. Mm-hmm. Like when she came from the U.S., she didn't from just, from Mexico, she she left us behind for like a year. But that was only like to save money to bring us. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that just leave their fam- their kids and they just get raised by their grandparents or whatever. And I know sometimes each case is different. But to me, what I, like, learned or took from my mom that I always saw as something that I appreciate a lot is that she didn't leave us behind. Like, she always cared. And no matter what her situation was as a single mom, like, she wanted to have us with her. And, like, that's another thing with me and you guys when I separated from your dad. Like, no matter my age or how mature or immature I was, like, I knew that I loved having you guys with me and I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, something that I think I get from my mom that I like a lot. You really are my favorite person in the whole wide world. Like, you... And it's not just because you're my mom. Like, even if I didn't, like, even if you weren't my mom, like, I would want to have you in my life. <laughs> like, I would still want to choose you to be my friend or something. So, Thank some, you. Love I, you. I just love you. So, something that I admire about you and something that as I've grown up, and for those of you that don't know, I'm in college. I'm going to school as a journalism student or, you know, to get my degree in journalism. Something my mom has always told me um, with internships and just jobs and now, like, even working for them is always go the extra mile don't just say like 
oh, well, I'm not getting paid to do this. And something... Well, no seas mediocre. ¿Mande? No ser mediocre. Exacto. But something that... Something that I really admire about you is your work ethic because you, in every job that you had, and this is something you always say, in every job that I had, I always worked my way up. It wasn't because I had the qualifications. <laughs> it was because I had the work ethic. And yeah. it's true. And what do you think for young people? Because everyone's like, there isn't a lot of jobs. People have to live with their parents for longer. What do you think makes someone stand out? Because now you're an entrepreneur and someday you're going to hire some people. What do you think makes people stand out when they're working either in corporate jobs, even little startups, anything? Well, I think it's just like going a little bit out of your way to show that you're capable of doing more than your work requirements requirements mm -hmm. or like if they hired you to be their receptionist or to file papers mm -hmm. but you're willing to do a little bit extra and show that you're willing to learn you're gonna open the doors for yourself like no matter what position it is cleaning whatever it is if you show that you're willing to learn to do other stuff or even if they the company doesn't want to give you the opportunity to grow if you have that job just because it's the only thing that's available at the moment. You take it and you keep getting prepared for whatever. Mm -hmm. Because I remember having a good job and then I lost it or I quit or I don't remember what happened. And then all of a sudden I was like, I need a job and I don't know where to get one. And I couldn't get one because I didn't have papers. I remember my mindset was, I'm going to get a job. I don't care doing what. Like, I'm just going to get a job that pays me because I need to help my husband pay the bills. And I went walking with Tony to the street that had, like, a bunch of stores. And no money. And I was just, like, going into every single store and asking, do you need any help, part-time, whatever. And that same day, like, I got something. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't picky about it. I, was, I just needed a paycheck. And I knew that once they gave me the opportunity, I was going to do the best that I could do but it's also willing to do what you gotta do when you're in those positions where you can get exactly what you want the dream job or whatever mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah let's see what else do I want to pick your brain about let me pick your pick, brain go ahead who are you like what's Stephanie <laughs> all about like what do you like what's your favorite like thing to do talk about like I know but I want them to know <laughs> I've never been like, interviewed I know like tell us who Stephanie is like your passions and all that my passions um I always reading, <laughs> reading Hallmark Channel movies I always start with I'm the oldest sister of four kids of uh, five kids in total but of four siblings that I have and I don't know why I start with that. It's not something that I'm like... Because you're very motherly. You're very... <laughs> like, since Tony was born, like, you were a mother since then. You would always, <laughs> like, take care of him. You always wanted to feed... Like, you have always been that motherly type of girl. It's the cancer in me. No. <laughs> um, but I always start with that. And it's just because, yeah, it can be like I'm very motherly, but I'm also very, like... I don't know. My siblings and my family are just like the the biggest part of my heart. I say that I have my heart and then I have little hearts inside of my heart. Mm -hmm. And each one belongs to a different person. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to be like, who am I? I think, I don't know. I just, I enjoy reading. I enjoy 
Hallmark cheesy, romantic, disgusting movies. Cheese man. What? Cheese man. I love good cheese man. I don't like it when it has my name in it. Like, when <laughs> I was in middle school and high school, hated the fact that there was drama revolving mm-hmm. around me. But, like, if someone else has tea to spill, I'm all ears. And it's so <laughs> bad. I know the good Lord's like, Stephanie, but you made me the way I am. Like, what can I say? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think I try very hard. I talk about, I've talked about this on the podcast before, and this is something, like, you can talk about. Um, for a long time, I really wanted to be liked by people. Like, mm-hmm. I really was looking for approval in other places and not just like from myself or from God or even from like I already have such an incredible family that loves me Mm -hmm. motivates me and uplifts me I was looking for it from the outside that now I feel like I've gotten to a point where I'm like you can like me or not like me and that's okay because that's not going to change how I feel about myself Mm -hmm. and I think that and if you're not gonna like me at least give me a damn good reason not to amen (laughs) But that that I saw this video about a mom and daughter. I was telling you about it earlier. And the daughter had dealt with, like, depression, anxiety, chronic pain, like, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And she asked her mom, like, do moms know or feel when their kids are suffering? I think we could notice. Well, if it's, like, a change in your personality, like, I, like I know my kids. Like, mm-hmm. I know when something's wrong with my kids yeah. in my case. But it, if since ever the kids have had a problem with like depression and stuff it's just like a daily battle mm-hmm. it's like every day is a new start every day is like a new thing that those people like I've never been that close to depression mm-hmm. myself with anyone in my family so I don't I can't talk about it that much but but I, even like bullying like I would I don't, I don't feel like I was bullied but like people someone was mean do you did you know those things even without me telling you? The problem with my kids is that I'm like a mama bear. Like don't mess with my babies because there's gonna be problems. Yeah. And I feel that my kids fear my <laughs> reactions. Calling the <laughs> my kids feel my they fear my reactions. So sometimes the problem I'm having right now at this moment is that my two little kids don't want to tell me when they're going through things because they fear my reaction. Can they, you please tell them what Bella said? They fear that I'm going to call the office and, and you know, do everything that mo- any mom would do. I think any mom would do anything to make sure that their kids are good, especially when you're putting them in a place every day. For, for what? Eight hours. So eight months a year? Yeah. Like if you're putting your kid in that situation where they're going to be harassed or just bullied or any type of deal, whatever it is, like the minimum thing, like I don't want my kids to go through that. So I think that a lot of kids fear like the reaction of their parents and their need needs to be like more awareness of like where the parents are coming from and definitely like for the parents they need to remove their kids from any situation that their kids can be going through but what was the question (laughs) do you know like do you think parents know and feel when their kids are suffering i i think that a hundred percent a hundred percent we don't know everything that happens in the kids like 
I know 100% almost everybody's not 100% honest with their parents. I am. About things that, no, you're not. Yes, I am. About things that have, Lily found out about some stuff that happened last week before me. What are you talking I'm about? I'm not going to put it, I'm not going to put you on blast right now, girl, in front of everyone. Wait, what are you talking about? Pause. Stop. So anyway, I don't think everyone is Yikes. like a hundred percent honest. In this case, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking like about the kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe they fear. Like you guys are older and you guys know how to manage certain situations. Sometimes you guys don't. And I like to like give you my advice on how I would handle things. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like we sometimes make things bigger than they are. And sometimes um, we just get hung up on that too long mm-hmm. instead of realizing that life is truly short and that you start noticing this until you're like my age. But life is so short that we should just take the moment to be happy. And if something's not making you happy, to have the boss to just get it out of, out of your life. Like mm-hmm. if it's a toxic person... Get it out of your life because you don't need it. You don't need that type of drama. You don't need that in your life. But sometimes we're too nice and we want to keep giving people chances and chances. And at the end of the day, you end up hurting yourself because you keep yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. And the best thing is to just remove it. Whatever it is, just remove it out of your life. And that's the best thing. But... For sure, for sure, not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to love you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't need to be close to you. They don't. You don't need to put yourself through that. I agree. I think um, last year certain things happened. And one of the biggest things that I learned from that is not everyone has to have a front row seat to your life. Meaning social media makes everything so accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally stalk people, which is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And if your profile's on public, whether that be Instagram, Twitter, anything, people have a front row seat to your life and they don't even have to follow you. Mm-hmm. And I think really like you just have to protect yourself and you have to really um, like I have gone through a lot of different friend groups and now I feel like I really am surrounded by people who genuinely love me, genuinely support me. I don't have to talk to them every single day. And I know that they're still my friends and they've got my back and they love me. Um, Yeah, you don't need a hundred people. You don't need a hundred friends. You just, you don't even need friends. All you need is, first of all, your confidence in yourself to be good with yourself. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, you have everything because you know that the moment that someone toxic or someone bad comes in your life you know you're gonna get them out of your life because mm-hmm. first of all you gotta love yourself respect yourself and then everything will find place from that like you will not allow bullshit in other mm-hmm. words and that's like the main thing um you not every like you don't need a hundred friends like i'm like that i don't have a hundred friends i don't even have 10 you know i have a lot of people that i know but there's a very few that i consider friends mm-hmm. and that I would like trust with my secrets with your kids my kids with things like that to me the main thing is family family is like number one mm-hmm. and that's that the other day my mom and I were or we were um in the car and I don't know why you asked but you were like how would you describe me or what would you 
well, yeah, like something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, how would you describe me? And I told my mom, like, her strength is something that I hope to some way, some way, someday have even half of that because I don't think I'm weak. I think I'm just very sensitive. Like, I'm very mm -hmm. sensitive, and you had just a more difficult life. And I, I don't like sharing this on the podcast because then people, like, might attack me. But my parents have gone through so much and done so much in their life that I haven't to ha I haven't needed to go through certain things like in a way I've been shielded from certain mm -hmm. realities of life like growing up I think Tony and I went through certain things where like I always remember like I don't know my brother's dramatic like if I'm dramatic like my brother's really dramatic there was a time to in our certain things Yeah, but there was a time in our life when we could only get from, like, the dollar menu at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. My brother is very dramatic and was like, we didn't have money. We were, like, poor. I'm like, I don't remember like, this. For a big part of our marriage, we were broke. We couldn't afford to eat out anywhere. And the times we did, because we just, like, had to, we were at the street or whatever, I would tell them, choose whatever you want from the dollar menu and only one thing. And... Like, it hurts me, like, to have gone through that, but it makes me strong to know that we went through something like that with all the kids, and the kids see that we overcame that situation, that if you work hard and you have goals and you work for the things that you want, like, things will get better. Like, you don't have to get stuck like that. And like us, we don't come from money. My husband and I come from nothing. Like nobody handed us anything. So for us, it's like we really did start from zero. And nobody could help us get to like, I don't want to say help us because like we always had support. Yeah. Like we, we always had the support, but it's not like financial support. So when I say we come from nothing, it's like we come from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like financially, nothing physical like nobody gave us a car to go to work or no te dejaron el costal de dinero no que me, dicen. no me dejaron el costal de dinero que me dijo mi papá but, <laughs> but we worked hard we always had side jobs we always did whatever it took like to have a home to have food to have a car to take the kids to school to take us to work like we did whatever it took and I'm proud to say that mm -hmm. I I don't know. I think, again, it goes back to that. Like, you, well, not, I don't know if everyone thinks this, but, but, like, I take for granted. Like, I obviously take you guys for granted. Like, I don't. But that's your reality. Like, you don't have to, and we don't want you to feel that. Like, we want you to, like, that's why we work hard for you guys not to have to go through, like, the hard things. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's a hard thing to take the bus, but if you don't have to and if we can help you with things like that, like, power to you. Take advantage of it in a good way. Like, mm -hmm. don't take advantage of it in the wrong way. But, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, use the resources that we're able to provide for you right now in the way that you appreciate it. And you're like, okay, they're providing this for me, so let me, let me pay them with good grades or things like that, mm -hmm. you know, because like me, when I came, I didn't even have a car to yeah. work, to go to school, nothing. And when you go through that, it's really hard. So we didn't want you to go through that. We wanted you guys to just worry about school, 
worry about you know the things that are important to you guys like yeah. I know for you school is important that's why we always support you with mm-hmm. that um and that's that Johnny's friends are here I could tell um what I was say, like getting into with that though is like I think a lot of people you know we take our parents for granted and like my mom said our parents do so much so that we don't have to go through certain things that they went through but one of the things that my mom and dad have always been very good at is keeping us together as a family and just I don't know like I know this is gonna sound cheesy but I never felt like we didn't have enough you know Mm -hmm. like yeah maybe we didn't get like school lunch and stuff but I never felt like I was missing something because we like this is so cheesy but we always had love in our house we always had love in our family even if anything happened like we were just oh no I think it's so it stopped recording but we're back um so like I was saying we always had love in our house and really that to me is all that has always mattered and really like your strength is something that I hope to have someday half of because you've been through so much and you've just you've always loved us like you've always just I know, like, you had me at such a young age, but even with that, like, I never felt like I wasn't wanted, you know? And I love my mom always goes when the kids ask or if someone asks, and she goes, well, not the mistake, but just, you know, I had Stephanie a little too young, but I just, like, we've been best friends for life, and, like, we always say we're gonna get old together, and, like, we're gonna need the kids to clean our diapers. What do you want to talk about? What do you want? Okay, so you are definitely not a mistake. Like, I never, like I told you, like, I never even thought about not having you. Mm-hmm. Like, that was never, that has never been. But right now, where I'm at, and I go back and I see how my life has been, like I wouldn't want that for you or Bella or Marlene or any mm-hmm. of you guys. Because I do think what they say is, so real like you have to live your life at the time at the age that like let that process be be a kid mm-hmm. when you're a kid be a teenager be an, a young dumb adult <laughs> what does that mean to you it's like when you're a young dumb adult Me it's crap. when you're immature <laughs> and like right now you're very mature but you guys at this age you tony marlene Natalie, like all of Andrew, you teenagers. I'm not a teenager. Andrew, because I don't spend a lot of time with him. I've never seen him as an immature kid, to be honest. Because we're not. Done. He looks like like every time we have been ar- like around Andrew, like for long periods of time, he's very mature. He's older than me sometimes. He's, he's very mature. <laughs> Maybe because he has gone through more. Mm-hmm. We never know. Anyway, Live that moment, like enjoy every moment because even though I wouldn't change my life and how I was living my life and everything that happened, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't want it for you. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want you to even right now to have a kid and be like, what's going to happen? Like, how are you going to go to school? Who's going to watch your baby? You're going to have stress. (laughs) Not me because I still have little kids. I still work. You know what I mean? Like, even if I wanted to, like, it's impossible. Yeah. So you're just adding stress to your life that it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you're a mistake or anything like that. But I wouldn't want anyone to, the word's not ruin your life, but 
shouldn't go through that yeah phase go so through early. All that when you don't have to yeah. like right now enjoy your best life like you're single enjoy it because that could be a blessing because sometimes in a relationship at the beginning it's lovey-dovey whatever but every relationship comes with stress with problems with mm -hmm. like you're dealing with a whole nother person you're not always gonna agree with stuff you know mm -hmm. like sometimes i'm blessed to have someone that allows me to be exactly how i want to be and he lets me do the things that i want to do like i have no how can i say this like he doesn't control you he doesn't control me at all like at all like yeah. i'm 100 free to say to speak my mind to do to like even to dream because we are where we are and it's not like oh, we're rich or whatever mm -hmm. but whatever blessing we have is because he allows me to be and when he wants to be i support him too so it's like a thing where we work together it's a partnership but i like enjoy that you're single like have fun but have fun don't be single bored watching movies every weekend on your couch like do things you know what i mean like enjoy it because you're never gonna go back to this time in your life mm -hmm. you're only 20s you're only in your 20s for 10 years yeah and it could be like the best time of your life or the most boring annoying yeah. it is what you make it yeah so make it the best make every Day stage count. of your life yeah the best Because when you're a mom and you have, that's going to be awesome and it's going to come at the right time and that's going to be the best time of your life at that point. But mm -hmm. right now, let this be the best time of your life. Enjoy it. Wow, mom. Wow, mom. I don't know. Is it sometimes for me, I feel like, well, because last year, I'm not going to say what I told you earlier this week, but last year I was living my life kind of crazy. I was living it. It wasn't the, crazy. You're just going out a lot. You're just going out a lot, and you were never. We were never used to seeing you <laughs> going out so much and like drink so much and like do things that, you, you know what I mean. It almost yeah. felt like it wasn't you. Literally in my twenties and trying to figure out who the fudge I was. But you won't find the answers in alcohol or That's going true. out That's or true. going out. Like there's people that have fun going out, like me when, when Tell I us can. About your party days. I had a lot of party days. Like, when I met Edgar, we partied a lot. Like, even right now, you guys are old enough to help us with the kids. We go out. We go to bars. We have fun. Like, I'm living right now what I didn't experience before. But I don't regret anything. Like, when everything happened of me being pregnant with you or me even being with your dad at such a young Young, <laughs> young age. <laughs> That's a young. young age. <laughs> At a young age, like that was my best life then. Mm -hmm. And then when it ended, it ended, and I'm fine with that. But at that point of my life, that's all I wanted. I wanted to be a housewife. I wanted to be the best mom I could be. Like that was the best life then. Mm -hmm. And right now, it's my best life now. Like, I mean, I enjoy my life, everything that we're doing right now. How do you think, because a lot of it, like you say, well, you know, I'm able to be who I am because obviously dad, you know, you're like a free bird. You do what you want to do to an extent, obviously. Like, it's mm -hmm. like you're going crazy, you're doing anything. But like, it's like he controls your bank account. Like, you can shop if you want to shop. You can go out to mm -hmm. lunch with your friends. You can do all of these things. But at the same time, 
everything that we have, we're able to have because of the Lord. And this is like we're going in this direction because something that we talked about on Easter with Tony was like everything that we have has happened at God's timing. And we went through what we needed to go through. And I really do feel like it has made us stronger as a family and it has allowed us to have what we have now. And I remember reading this thing or hearing this thing. Yeah. What? Nothing. I don't know what my mom was saying. We're going to get back to that subject in a bit, but we have a special guest. Ella Garcia. <laughs> and anything you want to say? This is a Mother's Day episode. What's your favorite thing about mom? I like how she's very pretty and she is a role model for the girls in the house and she has a very unique way of doing things. So now we have another special guest. We got Alex Garcia in the house. The best basketball player. Hi. So how old are you? Are you looking to date anyone? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna turn nine and no. No, no, you have a crush. What are you talking that about? That doesn't mean I want to date her. <laughs> okay. But you like her. Well, this is the Mother's Day episode, so I'm having a conversation with Mommy about what it's like to be our mom and deal with all of our crazy butts. What's your favorite thing about Mommy? Um, That she bought us a house and that she takes care of us. You're so beautiful and kind. <laughs> <laughs> we back. We just... <laughs> we back. We just, I needed to get them in the podcast. And also, Tony, maybe he'll make it in, but he's outside with his friends. So we were talking about God's timing. I read this thing one time that it's like you you don't know why God does certain things, but his timing really, it's like things happen when they're meant to happen. Right. And what do you think about that? Because you always tell me things happen when they're meant to happen. I agree 100% with God's timing or timing or whatever you believe in, but mm-hmm. timing is just timing, and you can want something so bad. Like me, I want to win the lottery, but my <laughs> timing, <laughs> my timing's not here yet, so I just gotta keep working hard. But yeah, you, like you could want it and don't stop working for it. But no matter how much you try, mm-hmm. if it's not your time, it's not gonna happen. But that doesn't mean that you're out of luck, that you did something wrong, that you're messing up. You know, it just means that you have to keep working at whatever it is, and the doors will open, and you just have to keep working towards that. Don't give up. Like, it's just it's just a matter of time. Only God understands why. Like, I always feel like he sees the whole map, and we could only see, like, right here the highway in front of us but he knows what's up like let's just and this is like whatever you believe in god or whatever it is but it's just like a timing thing where sometimes we don't know why we break up with people or why some people die or just like why things come to an end Mm -hmm. but god knows why our relationship ended or why we can be best friends to that person that you once thought was your best friend or why you can't get that job or why I can't win the lottery like (laughs) right now but it's just like a thing where it's timing and when it's meant to happen or when it's not but it's not you so you just have to keep doing the best that you could do and things will happen 
That's how I feel. I agree. I really do. I think something that I've learned in the last maybe like six months, because I feel like, you know, I've gotten a little bit closer to God. Mm -hmm. Last year I was like, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Mm -hmm. But this year I feel like I really have sort of learned like, as much as we think we have control of our life, we really don't have control no, of like we could things. die tomorrow. We could die tomorrow and all your plans, mm-hmm. where are they going to be? Like, we, we don't control pretty much anything other than the little things, <laughs> really. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I don't know. I just want to keep talking to you. Like, I don't want to let you go. Let's do it. Do you want to ask me anything? You Literally, you can expose me. I don't care. There's just not- don't say names. <laughs> There's nothing much to expose you about. Yeah, there really isn't. Like I honestly think that you're you're very mature. Sometimes. In some aspects. <laughs> yeah. In some aspects. Sometimes. Um and I I know for sure that you're a good person, like a good human that doesn't want anything bad for anyone and I know that you're gonna do big things because you like I said like you're working hard towards that whatever it is that you want you work for it like you're not expecting for things to come to you and you're very responsible like with your siblings you're always caring about us and trying to help us like you're a team player with us that's how I always feel that you're a right hand for everything. And now with, like, Tony, like, honestly, like, a year from right now, mm-hmm. or from a, a year, year from a year to now, like, he has really grown up a lot, too, and he's very mature. And, like, it's funny that I feel that right now that Tony is this mature and, like, mm-hmm. this age, like, I feel like, we're covered like like I know I have dad like we have dad no matter what but it's like now with Tony it's like there's two men in the house that if dad needs anything he has Tony mm-hmm. like he can count on Tony too and it's just crazy that we we like we count on you guys for so much and you guys always back us up and I always like we both always say me and Edgar that we are where we are because we always work as a family. Like, you guys help us so much. And we try to be there as much as we can for you guys, too. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you guys. I love you. I love you. I, I think, really, like, yes, it's Mother's Day week. But, really, the whole theme of this episode is, like, our family wouldn't be where it is without each other. Yeah. And it's not, like, a financial thing. It's more, like... We broke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's it's not no because like it's not like we're not deposited rich. into acorns, you guys. <laughs> we're not rich. We're but we're not rich, but our bills are covered. Mm-hmm. Like that's a satisfaction that sometimes in the past we didn't have. Like the rent was coming, and we're already like stressing. How are we gonna complete the rent, or how are we gonna pay for this? Oh, we need a side job to cover for this. Or just, like, different things. Like, when we say that we are where we are, we don't mean, like, where we are financially. It's just, like, as a whole, as a family, we're, well, I don't know about you guys, but I have so much peace that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a natural 
stressful person. Like, I stress for anything. I wonder where I got it from. <laughs> I stress for everything. Even, even that, like, right now that we could say that we're, like, we're covered. Like, I stress because I never, I tell my husband all the time, like, I never want to be where we were, like, let's say five years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how many. But I never want to go back to that where you don't know how you're going to pay your mortgage or you know how are you going to bring mm -hmm. food to the table like I never want to go back to that so that's why I feel like sometimes I just want to keep going going working working because I just want to stash <laughs> oh my god I just want to stash we're almost at an hour but I'm going to keep you a little longer I'm sorry if we're boring you guys mom we're not boring anyone and if we are they probably already left que la paguen. <laughs> okay turn so, it off turn it off leave all right guys so I'm um, editing this now and I my mom and I recorded over two hours of podcast material we just could literally talk forever and in the other version we did a little bit of a Q&A she asked me some questions I asked her some questions um, so I'm going to include that now I hope you enjoy what is the best part about being a mom but what is the hardest part about being a mom The best part about being a mom is just, like, knowing that you guys are there. The worst part about being a mom is thinking, even, like, thinking that you guys, like, something could happen to you guys. Like, that's my worst fear in the world. Like, que algo les pase, like, that's, I think that's my biggest fear. Like, the, like there's nothing more. And the best part is, like, You know, like just seeing you guys grow, like being there every step, like since you guys were little, like just sharing every single moment, you know, it's, it's very nice. You ever think it's crazy? Like, I don't know. Like, I think it's always crazy. Like a human made a human. And like, now you're like their mom. I, I told you earlier, like, cause this, when I first heard this, it really tripped me out. Like you've known life without me you've done life without me you've experienced everything but I haven't like I've never known life without you I'm the type of person when my mom and dad went on their honeymoon they went to Vegas they were gone I think for like four days I literally was at my tia Sandy's door crying be like no <laughs> you're so attached though like you've always been like that like that Definitely type of person Bella. no Bella has always been very independent One, what's something that you love about grandma? Because at the end of the day, we end up becoming our mothers as much as we try to like yeah. avoid it. Um, something that you love about your grandma, <laughs> your grandma. Something that you love about my grandma. Something that I love about my grandma's her enchiladas. And I feel like our relationship has gotten better and closer as I've gotten older. Because when I was yeah. younger, we just used to fight. But something you love about grandma growing up and just I don't know, being a kid. Because we've often forget that our parents were people before we came into their lives yeah i love her enchiladas <laughs> and i love her pozole food and i love <laughs> and i love <laughs> that when i'm sick she's by my side always like no matter what if i'm sick my mom like we could be mad at each other but if i'm sick my mom's here because me and my mom could be in fights a lot of times too mm. <laughs> <laughs> She Marley likes Marley, she likes to prove her point. I like to prove mine. Stephanie wants to prove her point. Well, I like the to only prove mine. Didn't get that was my Yeah, let's go. She's like, I right, talk to the hand. talk to the palm. Like it just 
passes down. That'd be such a fun episode having like you, Grandma, Theoli, Marlene, Nat, and me, like all the girls. We have to do that. We were just Theoli. Would you rather have your breath smell like dirty socks, <laughs> or would you rather only be able to eat broccoli for the rest of your life? Broccoli, shit. <laughs> You're like, I ain't gonna have bad breath. <laughs> okay, what do you want to know about me so I can answer while you look up questions? Why do you think boys are afraid of me? I don't know. Not afraid, <laughs> but why do you think, like, you don't get that attention? Do you think, what? What is it? Is it because you don't act like a hoe? Uh, what is a hoe? A hoe is just a hoe. I think everyone kind of goes through a hoe phase, though. Um, But I think... I, a lot of it I do think has been how I grew up in the sense of like schooling. Like at Little Mission, I was with the same boys since fourth grade up until eighth grade. And there wasn't like dating. And there was like the three boys that everyone liked A, B, and C. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and every year my crush rotated on the guys until one of these boys started having birthday parties at his house and started bringing his friends from like outside things Mm. this makes me sound like such a middle school hoe i promise i was not that like there was just a boy that i really really liked and he you've always been boy crazy i have always been boy crazy Mm -hmm. there's just something about the opposite sex that i'm like whoa like i can really appreciate a handsome boy but it's not like you i don't do shit do anything i honestly i don't do anything you guys like i am the most like clean cut person when it comes to being around a boy you can ask anyone i don't do anything like i'm such a i don't know i don't do anything but i really liked this boy and he actually was in i was introduced to him through my friend in middle school but getting back to my mom's question why do i think i don't get that attention i think a lot of it has been because of how i like grew up in the schools then i went to mission for a year and that was an all-girls school don't like girls that's not my my mojo and then in high school again it was like very small it was the same boys i liked one boy and things just ended up being terrible and then i liked another boy and he didn't like me like boys just don't like me back and i find it funny when i tell people this and they're like I don't think it's that boys don't like you back i don't think it's that what do you think it is then because nothing's happening on the side of town well <laughs> this <laughs> that is like when you were a kid like i think those things were stupid but right now i think like you just don't put yourself out there like nobody's gonna come knocking at the door and be like no but i think i did put myself out there date her when when did it last year no you didn't we're not like saying certain things but i think to an extent i i've always been i've always been afraid of like getting hurt i i just think that's like i don't know why i carry that like getting hurt and looking like full is something that like terrifies me but as i've gotten older i've just sort of come to like realize the whole control thing like you don't really have a control over your life you don't have a control whether or not you get hurt get hurt and i think that you just have to live your life and if you like someone you like them if in the process of that it's beautiful whatever but it ends up hurting you in the end at least you lived through it at least you know you tried and it was an experience that you had um but i do agree jackie's going to yell at the computer when she's listening to this because she tells me the same exact thing so does rihanna like they tell me that i need to put myself out there a little bit more because i'm beautiful and in my 20s and i just i'm a great person like that's not to be like 
conceited or anything, but I do think like I'm a great person. I'm fun and I like to have a good time. But you're also picky. I am very picky. I think that's like another thing because like even well, I don't want to insult people, but like don't say names. The worst looking person in the world has a boyfriend or a girlfriend, so it's not that. It's not that they don't like you. It's just that a lot of people have liked you, and I don't want to say names. Oh, but I don't want to say names. But people like you. You're talking about one person. No, I'm talking about in general. Like people like you, and you're so picky. Like people want to date you. (laughs) People want to date you, and you're like, not him. Okay, if I are you talking about the one person that I think you're talking about? You know there's a lot of people wanting to date you. You're lying. No, I'm not. Who are you talking about? Because I don't know these boys. <laughs> Husband material. Okay. Also, I once got told by this boy that I used to like. He was like, you need to stop referring to us as boys. It makes it sound like little kids. And I was like, I'm going to continue to call you a boy until you turn into a man. <laughs> and I was like, or you start acting like one. Los hombres. Los hombres. Um, okay. Husband material. It's not that like. I, there was one time I saw a photo of him and I was like, whoa. I was like, where have you been? But there was never, like, we just were always friends. Yeah. And it was like, there was never like this, I mean, I, I don't want to make yeah. it sound like a I declaration like, of love, but I like. like he did want to, like, something with you, but you never opened up to that. Anyway, let's move on. Maybe. I don't wearing? know. I'm like. What are you wearing, Steph? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you my designer journal real quick. Look, I'm going to live my best life this summer. If I meet... And by that, does mean you're going to become a little... Stop using that word. Some people like living their life like that. Um, No, I'm not. But I am going to live my best life. I'm going to meet some guys. It doesn't mean I'm going to do anything crazy. I'm going to go for a drink. Stop being so picky. It's not that I'm picky. I just have standards. Like, there are certain things I'm not going to budge on. It doesn't mean um, my mom's telling me to go out and have sex. No, it means... Be open to meet the wrong guys right now. Oh my the, god, who are r- you? No, just be open to meet the wrong guys so that and when the mistakes. Not those type. I mean, I'm not popping out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking like. Having fun. Being my uh, age. Yes. I hear that. That's something. That's something that after. Pues eso, déjate digo lo que te iba a decir. That for a long time, up until like maybe two months ago, three months ago. I was so like, I at some point in my life want to be married and I want to be a mom. Like those are things that I've known for myself, but that's what I felt. I felt like I was pick, I was focusing too much on that end goal that I was forgetting to live the season of my life that I'm in right now, which is being the single friend, being and having that liberty to do whatever it is that I want. I can go on a date with one guy one day and then date on another one the next. I can go out and meet people and just have a good time. Not that people in relationships can't do that. Take it easy. I know. That's why I got off of dating apps. That's a whole nother thing, but we're not going to jump to... Okay, mom, questions. What is, like, the one thing you regret saying to someone? The one thing I regret saying to someone? Or not saying to someone. Saying or not saying? Um, it could be anyone. I have a few. One, we're going to get deep. Um with my dad like my biological dad for a long time i might cry (laughs) for a long time i felt like not that i wasn't wanted but i felt like a part of like i don't know like i've never felt like 
in our relationship with you being a single mom there was anything missing but because I saw he had a relationship with his other kids I felt like what oh my god this is gonna totally make sense I probably have daddy issues that's the problem why I can't find a person um like I I felt like why wasn't I good enough maybe or why was it that you chose not to have a relationship with me and Tony like and I and as I've gotten older I've just sort of come to terms with like I watched this really good talk and the girl was like maybe his his purpose in life wasn't to be my dad that wasn't his overall thing in life that he came to do and that sort of helped give me peace and I just sort of as like I've gotten older I've been like I can't control that I can't control him wanting to have me in my life and I know that some part of him does like he's my dad I know that there's love there but it's also like yeah, why didn't you put more effort? Why didn't you put more effort? And for a long time, it was like, why am I being the adult? So mm-hmm. just not that I didn't regret seeing him because you know this. I don't like I don't like kind of showing people their truths because I don't feel like that's my place. I'm not God to mm-hmm. judge them and tell them, like, this is what you should have done. This is what you could have done. But just, like, we didn't need to have that father-daughter relationship because I have my dad, which is a weird thing because he is my biological dad but like I have my dad in my life and I have my uncles that were great father figures too but just being able to maybe have had a relationship of like we could have been friends we could have gotten to know each other on those terms what's the thing that you would have wanted or didn't want to say what was that thing just like why didn't you try maybe or why did you let other factors sort of influence these relationships I sorry hit the mic like why did you let outside relationships affect your relationships with your kids because we didn't we didn't do anything to you and we didn't do anything to a certain relationship to ruin that like that was never our intention that in the midst of us having a relationship with you or trying to at least me because I know Tony and him it's a little bit different but like my intention was never to come between his marriage and make his wife feel like jealous that was never there um but you know his I I don't wish him anything bad I I wish him the best he ultimately he is my dad um I don't know and and I just I hope he's happy like deep down I really do hope he's happy I hope that his marriage is okay because he chose to spend his life with this person he has these kids so I do hope it works out for them you know I don't hold anything against him perfecto niña what about you Because you have had some life experiences. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. What do I regret not saying? Or saying. Or saying. Did you ever tell someone that you loved them and you didn't? I don't think so. I'm not that. You're not that type of person. Not that type of person. I've never been with someone that I don't really know, but. Uh, there's like a thing that I have with my grandma that Tita? after yeah after she passed like I felt like why didn't I do this it wasn't so much like why didn't I say it but sometimes I feel like with older people like we don't appreciate their history too mm-hmm. much and then when they're gone it hits you So that part got cut out, but this is where we finally wrap things up, give our shout-outs of the episode, and just, I share with my mommy how much I love her. Oh, I always, my favorite word is, you're so annoying. (laughs) At the end of the day, you're not annoying, babe. That's just my favorite word. And I want to give a shout-out to him because 
he understands me. He loves me. He made you a mother. Uh, he made me a mother for the third time, but mainly because he's always there for me no matter what. Like, he loves me when he hates me, put it that way. Like That's only something the married couple will get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves me when he hates me, and I feel the same way for him. So, shout out to my husband. Thank you for everything, and I love you. My shout-out of the episode would normally be my mom. I literally have given you, like, ten shout-outs of the episode. <laughs> but for this one, I'll give it to my tia Lily, my grandma, my tia Sandy, my tia Caro, my tita Tete, may she rest in peace. But they were all, in a way, I don't want to say mom figures because you have always been in my life, but they have helped raise all of us. Like, yeah. they've just been... They have been mom Yeah, figures. they've also been, like, mom figures in my life and in Tony's life. Um, so shout-out to you, like... None of the kids in this big old family would be where we are now. I think mainly, though, with my generation with of cousins, like my group of cousins, mm-hmm. that we all grew up together, like, we really wouldn't have ma- been able to make things work, be who we are now, if it wasn't for how everyone sort of raised everyone. Mm-hmm. Part that is, I have to do when a guest comes on is, what's your one thing for me? So, what would it be if you only had one piece of advice that you could give me to apply to my life? What would that be? Or to anyone listening. Always be yourself. No matter. Like don't have. Don't have it in you to think. Oh what if I say this. And they make fun of me. Or they don't like it. Like be yourself. And stand your ground. Like if you believe firmly in something. Stand by that. Mm -hmm. Like don't let people change you. Or like peer pressure you. Or nothing like that in every situation like just stand your ground yeah and stay firm whatever you believe that's that's what you believe and that's what you want to do and you just i'm not saying don't be workable but if you really believe in something stand your ground that wraps it up i'm so happy that you came on the podcast and now i get get to give my little sappy thing because you're here and i don't tell you this often i mean i do but I love you and I really wouldn't be the person that I am today without you and your love and your support because I always say this, it doesn't matter how crazy my ideas are or my dreams and I've always been a dreamer, you just support me. Like, There's never been any questions about it. You've never been the type of parent that's like, well, think about a more realistic career or think about doing something differently. The thing is, (laughs) the thing is that with you... Like, the moment you said you wanted to study for journalism, Mm -hmm. like, I knew that was your thing. Like, it's not like you told me you wanted to be... Come in. Like, something way up. Like, that was perfect for you. Like, I knew you... Hola, buenas noches. Buenas noches, compa Tony. (laughs) Wait, this is perfect. You're the only one that was missing. For what? So, it's a Mother's Day episode, and just, what's your favorite thing about mom? Everything. (laughs) Also, this is Tony. (laughs) My favorite thing about my mom, my mommy, is that she taught me how to be a man. Hombre. And she taught me how to take care of myself. Like shave your primates. Like shave my dingleberries. <laughs> I just, I really hand. I love you so much. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm happy that I get to call you my mom and my best friend and my soul sister and. I just hope to someday be as strong as you and be as cool of a mom as you. And I don't know. You just 
There goes Tony slamming the door. And I hope one day, <clears throat> let me cure my hair my throat. I hope one day I could be as sweet as you. Aww. And as, like, how do I say it? Like, you love to listen to, like, people. You, like, you know how to listen to people. And mm. I, I could work on that. Because, mm. like, since ever, I'm not a good listener. A good listener. <laughs> a good listener. So I want to be a good listener. You? You? Young. young, I was young. I was young. Young, young. I'm still young. <laughs> I still young. I still young. You're old. I'm getting there. But anyway, yeah. Like I hope one day to be as sweet as you. Like caring. I care a lot about you guys, but you care for like everyone. Like, I care about my inner circle, and you care about the world. So maybe one day I can be as caring as you. But I get that from you. As sweet as you. I get that from you. Because a little bit. I've seen, literally we're at an hour and three minutes. Is that like the longest podcast? Mm, I don't know. I think Arlie. Let's break a record. Let's do it. Fuck, let's talk. Arlie's and Jackie's, no, all of the guests that I've had have just been long because I love talking. And everyone has had just different cheese med to talk about, you know? But you're my mom, so like we can keep talking. But... No, I do honestly think that I just, I get that from you because I've, I've told you this before. When it comes to your family and your very close friends, Lore, Anna, like, your tight girls. I was going to say bitches. <laughs> when it comes to your tight circle, you care so hard and you will do anything to make sure that they're okay. Whether yeah. that's, we talked about this before, like love languages, yours is your presence. Like you show love to people by being there, whether that's a phone call, being there for them physically. Like you're not like a, let me go watch the troubles, tra- trastes, mm-hmm. but you're like a, I'll be there and you show up for people, which I think is what matters. Yeah. And Alex is back. Hi, Alex. I just, I love my mom and come so we can end this, Alex. What do you want to say about mommy? We just all love you, and you're the best mom in the whole wide world, and we're so thankful for you. And, um, yeah. Anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Thanks for listening. Join us back next week. Join us back. (laughs) (laughs) You better cut that. English. No, this makes it fun. No. My mom had a really good idea of having special guests on and talking about the saucy subjects of life, like, sex and other things and just having them be anonymous like anonymous sources i'm kind of down i don't know okay this podcast is going on for way too long and i'm just talking of rambles um it's been going on for one hour five minutes and and a lot of seconds but mom we love you we're so thankful for you we hope that you have the best day all right so that's the end of this episode i hope that you enjoyed sorry it was all over the place i had to take two hours of podcast material and condense it into less than an hour and 30 minutes and from two different tracks and garage band was just giving me a hard time but I hope you guys loved it thanks to my mom for coming on and go and love your mom your mother figure tell them you love them and yeah have a great rest of your week I'll see you next week for another episode featuring Jay Quillen aka Jackie and yeah bye guys (laughs) 